0: Welcome to another episode of Drunk Cop and a Teacher, the podcast where everything's made up and our comments don't matter. Just like Ham's stupid updates <laughs> he gives us on Fallout, <laughs> I got my dailies, guys. Yeah. I got my dailies, guys.
1: Who yeah. asked? No one asked. Jesus, Buddha, uh, Mes- M- Mephistopheles, everybody asked. Um, I'm, I'm proud of you. Yeah, I mean, I'm about to question mark? you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send it on Xbox and PlayStation.
0: Wait, you you, you texted us at like, what, like eight in the morning the first time, and I'm like, why? Why? is No, no, this? no, no.
1: I didn't. There's no way I texted eight in the morning because the daily start at twelve. Uh-uh. so at three a.m. you texted us. Yeah. No, no, no. Twelve. No, uh, sorry. Twelve p.m. They restart at twelve p.m. Sure.
2: Yeah. Okay, this is Fallout seventy six, right? Yeah. Okay, got you. All right, um, hey, I I believe in you. Keep on going.
1: Nobody um, cares, Bethesda does. <laughs> they <laughs> told me so.
0: They You're care about that. One of their most loyal players, like the only one of five people.
2: Him and Henry. I don't know. I just made that name up. Go, <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: Henry.
0: Henry. <laughs> I love you, Henry. All
2: right,
0: um, uh, Mike, how was your weekend, man? Did you do you had your test this pass? weekend or was it is it this coming weekend
2: it's uh this coming weekend
0: okay uh, all right i'm
2: i i'm a bit nervous uh been studying like crazy um the thing is with me is that i don't know if anybody out there experienced this i deal with like test anxiety like Everybody i literally does. i i guess so but i feel like i get it like I, I have it like the worst way possible as in like i just sweat I could barely breathe. I'm just like, I don't want to be here. Uh, it's just like, fuck. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm just trying to do as much practice tests as much as I can. And even in the practice tests, I get anxiety. But I don't know. I guess it's practice. But it's coming up. Um, hopefully, I'm able to pass it and we could all celebrate together
0: Yeah,
1: with a, with a shot of tequila.
0: Uh sure. Shot of
1: killers. Three of us three each equals nine. Okay, got <laughs> it.
0: Does that mean you're gonna get ghost after your test Because it comes out Thursday. Uh
2: well or Friday. I, it comes out yeah, Friday. It comes out Friday. I already have it pre-ordered. I already have it downloaded already, just waiting for it to drop. Um more likely I'm probably play it play for a little bit on Friday just <laughs> to just for like after I'm done studying and just relaxing and when I'm like rested. And then I'll go to bed early, and then after I'm done, okay. I'll play it. All
0: right. Becky, how about you, man? <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, I'm Becky? I'm sure I could be Becky. Uh, I did absolutely nothing. What did I do? I played Fallout. I played <laughs> yeah, Fallout. that sounds about right. I <laughs> uh, caught up on some movies that I haven't seen in a while. I saw The Rocketeer, which. Ooh. I don't. I don't think it uh, held up. Uh, Doesn't it age well. No, <laughs> no. Nah, nah, especially one scene. I'm like, oh, whoa, that's that's a. This is a Disney movie. Shit. Um, nothing else. Just saw a bunch of movies. I got to see. Uh, was it uh, the train to? Uh, Wuhan, zuhang Duhan? Wuhan? Oh, that zombie career. Yeah, that was that was actually really good. I enjoyed that. I've heard good things about it so far. Yeah. And that's they're well, making a part two, I think. Yeah, that's why I started watching it. Because uh, they're releasing one, I think, either this year or next year. Probably next year now. And then the last thing I really liked was uh, I watched the documentary from Screen Junkies about uh, Galaxy Quest, which is one of my favorite movies. and uh, Yeah, it was actually really good. Never give up. Never surrender. Infinity and beyond.
0: You, Sal? I'm rank 147 on Halo now. Hey, hey, whoa,
1: whoa, whoa,
0: whoa. Gotta clap. Clapping. Not clapping. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) I'm calling Uh, Master Chief. Classes have started back up, so I I gotta mentally prepare for a couple of papers that I have to do for my dissertation. But um, mostly I've been stressing out because I think... We decided that we're going to put our daughter to virtual school for kindergarten. Mm, okay. I really don't like to because she's been excited to go into school to see, you know, to meet new kids and everything. But I, I just don't see how they can keep anyone safe. And people can argue like, oh, kids don't they don't typically get it. I'm like, even if they get it and they don't get, you know, sick from it, they're going to pass it. So it could mm-hmm. potentially, you know, go to my son, could potentially go to mm-hmm. me or my girlfriend. And I'm just like, uh, <laughs> I just, I, like, I I, don't know. Like, I don't want to be completely ignorant about the situation. And I just rather kind of take the safe route instead of, you know, I don't know, see yeah, if th- it gets I, any I, worse.
2: I think me like my opinion, I think you're doing the right choice because I think it's very ignorant of this governor that he has his office closed because he doesn't want to get the COVID, but he has schools open. So I I think every children should be safe and parents really do think about sending your kids to school because I don't think they're gonna keep a mask on the whole entire time. Like
0: the other problem though is like I get that Part of the reason I'm sure they have to open schools is because no one's home to watch the kids. Like, there are some families that don't have anyone that can stay home to keep the kids, you know, as, uh, at home, like to watch them or to help them with their work. So they have to send them somewhere and they can't afford daycare. So it's like yeah. school, school is like a secondary daycare in a sense, which is, I, which is fine. Like, I get that. But I don't know. It, it's, we have the fortune of having our parents watch our kids. So, that's not a big situation. It's just, I just feel bad for kind of, I feel like I'm depriving her of this opportunity that she's wanted for so long and it just sucks. It it, it just came at the wrong time.
2: Yeah, she'll she'll get it. Everything will pass and she'll forget about this moment.
0: Mm-hmm. Um. All right. So let's go ahead into our main event here. Uh, we do have two big things. We have our movie review on Greyhound, uh, which is a Tom Hanks movie. And then we have uh, our uh, Watchdogs event. And I call it Watch Dogs event because that's really all they showed for the most part. But really, it's the <laughs> Ubisoft Ford. Well, Ubisoft Ford, which is such a weird name for it. Um, but it was their uh, game showcase, I guess, in a sense. Uh, so we'll talk about that as well. But we'll talk about Greyhound first. Um, it's, we're not going to do like a spoiler section for this movie. Uh, I personally think... It's history. Uh, sh- yeah. yeah, sh- it is history, but at the same time, like not a lot of things happen, but like the grand scope of things. But still, like things, there's a lot of things that happen in these certain moments, and it's hard to describe without talking about every single detail. So hopefully, the listeners will understand what we mean. But Greyhound is a 2020 American war film directed by Aaron Schneider and starring Tom Hanks, who also wrote the screenplay. The film is based on the 1955 novel The Good Shepherd by C.S. Forrester and also stars Stephen Graham, Rob Morgan, and Elizabeth Shue. The plot follows a U.S. Navy commander on his first wartime assignment in command of a multinational escort group defending a merchant ship convoy under attack by submarines in early 1942 during the Battle of the Atlantic, only months after the U.S. officially entered World War II. So we'll just do card reveal quick summary of what we thought and then we'll just kind of go a little bit deeper in discussion about the movie. So, Mike go ahead and start us off.
2: I give you a little brief history of oh, I for me is that I love Tom Hanks. He is one of my favorite actors. He, like I have of top 5 of favorite movies and two of those movies he stars in is Saving Private Ryan and Toy Story. <laughs>
1: I will talk about those two briefly.
2: <laughs> yeah. And um, when Sal sent me the trailer, I didn't even know this movie even existed. Um, Sal sent me the trailer, and the trailer came out, um, the day that we're doing this podcast, it came out four months ago, and I didn't even know whatsoever. So, I was pretty excited. I was like, Tom Hanks in another war, in a World War Two movie? Hell yeah. Let me, uh, I can't wait. So, watching this movie, guys, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it of, of what it was. Um... For anybody that is like looking forward to like almost like saving Private Ryan, but you can't really compare, like, yeah, it's World War Two. But the thing with saving Private Ryan is that you're connected with all the other characters. With this movie, you're only connected with Tom Hanks. That's how I felt. Pretty much is you're looking through the captain's point of view and how much stress he's on, how 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 he has all these people that rely on him to make the right calls. And I, I liked it. I enjoyed it. There were some moments that I felt like they were very intense but there's some things that I was just like okay, these there's, there's ships that are getting destroyed but the thing is it's like, oh, oh damn, that, that sucks. So I'm not too sure if the movie would want you to feel like sympathy for those ships or anything like that. I felt sort of kind of nothing, even though there's people on the ships but it, it was just like oh damn, that sucks. But um... But overall, I think Tom Hanks did a great job in this one. I think he, did, um, I think he wrote pretty good, and he he did, he acted pretty good in this one, also. Um, I I will give it a I will give it a yellow. I liked it. Um, I felt like the the most off thing about it was um. His wife or girlfriend, I I feel like they, it, um, that actress was just there just to pretend to be the girlfriend. And then uh the ending was very just quickly done. I was like, oh 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 okay. I, I guess it's over now. But uh but yeah it's a it's a yellow card for me.
1: Okay, him. Ah. oh god, I was so bored during this movie. I don't I don't know. Mike did say it like they focused on him. I could not name three characters in the entire movie, not counting him. I think I don't know if you guys can. I, I can't. Rem- I remember her name because it was weird. Because her name was Evie, you know, like the Pokemon. And then uh, his name was Ernie, like Sesame Street. I'm glad got- a
2: Pokemon helped you remember. <laughs> yeah, a yeah, yeah, name.
1: Yeah. And then the only other name in the entire movie I think I remember was the ship, which was called Dicky. He's like Dicky, 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 and I'm like, okay, the ship's called Dicky. Got it. Um. The other ships they were protecting—they were like Alpha, or Fox, and I don't fucking remember, but yeah, no good. I don't know if I want to keep ranting because I will. If I no have to. good,
0: not any, no nothing was good? good at all. I don't know. Okay, there was one. Okay,
1: I'm gonna give this a yellow card. I was gonna give it a red, and the only reason, the only good thing about this movie, aside from the food that they kept serving that he wasn't eating, what? <laughs> Was Minkus? I saw Minkus from Boy Meets World. Whatever the actor's name, he was in there for like five. So you're,
0: you're a red card. You're no, no, no. I'm, I'm
1: getting a yellow. Minkus was in there for.
0: Well, give it a yellow card for a legitimate reason. I'm that giving it because... for
1: Minkus. No, because that's <laughs> the only thing that was entertaining. I'm like, oh shit, it's Minkus. That's the only thing I cared about in this movie. But yeah. is it red because card. of Becky?
2: Is is, is it because no, of Becky? no,
1: not a Becky. I'm giving this a yellow. Um, I don't the action. Whatever. I don't. I didn't. I didn't feel it like I didn't care. Like you said, you were like, you weren't really invested with the ships or anything like that. It was just more on about Tom Hanks and how he was feeling. And I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't care. I don't care. Even the title cards. I'm like, what, what, why, why do this? I don't care if it's the next day or how many hours that doesn't do anything to me or for me. So
0: I don't know. I just, I love you, Tom Hanks, but I, I'm glad you got your money. Okay. I can't wrap my head around any sort of logic that comes from you. It was this was not entertaining whatsoever. You wanted to give Becky a green card. Yes, and you wanted to give this movie a red card. That like, is correct, sir. Man, Mike, you are the most intelligent person in this conversation. Oh, and I'm the second. <laughs> so there you go. Um. All right. To be fair, I I don't watch war movies. I think the closest war movie I ever saw was Star Wars. Oh, God. <laughs> i don't watch saving private ryan i don't i didn't watch um uh black hawk down uh i did watch cool pearl harbor oh yes uh, mm, the movie michael, God. The michael bay one the i wonder mean, that you stop I... watching more movies <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I thought the battles in there were pretty cool otherwise other than that i was kind of bored with that movie but i liked the uh, the action sequences Um, so with this one, I think when I initially saw the trailer, I was only really interested because Tom Hanks was in there and I haven't really seen Tom Hanks and, and, uh, and anything really, I think in a while. I mean, it just, it looked cool. Uh, and I figured why not? It's on Apple TV. I don't, haven't watched Apple, anything on Apple TV since Defending Jacob. Uh, I really like this movie. Oh no. I I give, I'm going to give it a green card because I, because, okay, I have my, I have my one nitpick. And of course, it's, a, it's the same as it's the same as Mike. But overall, I Mike is right that it's this movie is supposed to focus on the captain, yeah, and I all the shit that he went through. I don't think you do if you're giving this a red card. I didn't
1: care I, what I didn't care. I didn't, I didn't care for anyone in this movie
0: except for Minkus, of course. You're not. Well, the thing is, you're not supposed to care for anyone in this movie. You're supposed to feel how he cares about so much about everyone in this movie. That's the thing. Because to me. I said at the beginning, right? There's not a lot that happens. It literally takes over three days, and it's all just him protecting his convoy. Uh, I, I forget where they're going, but they're they're meeting up with another company like halfway the uh, halfway to um, the other side, and and then he's like, that's the whole point is to protect this these ships because they're supplying goods. It's like a trade off or uh, you know ammunition or whatever to help with the war, um, but. I just felt like the 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 nonstop of like giving commands and trying to figure out like it was trying to put you in a mindset of him trying to figure out, okay what should he do? Knowing this information, what and what is my decision? What is going to be my call? Especially the one part where it seemed like they were chasing down one of the submarines, but he kind of learned quickly is like, wait, that probably is a decoy or something doesn't seem right about this. I'm gonna go the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. And he and all everyone was like really like, what the hell? Like, why, why would he do that? And he he made the right call. He actually found where the ship was. And I don't know. It was just it was nonstop for me. And I was really engaged in the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I really like this movie. Yeah. I the beginning for me, it it goes
2: from zero to one hundred super quick. And they're using like this military talk. And I was like, at first I was trying to grab like with the story and what's going on, but mid like during the whole watching the whole movie, I was understanding. It's just like I kept on getting confused of like, wait, what what are they protecting or where are they heading? And that's the thing that I was just a bit confused on.
0: Well, right. let's get. I think let's get the the big con out of the way because I think all of us agreed on this one. The 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 wife, girlfriend, or whatever. Uh, I felt that scene, that whole thing could have just been cut out. Why like. Was... Yeah. yeah, it really was. And I just, I didn't buy the chemistry at all. It just seemed like a really awkward thing. Cause then I started guessing, I was like, I- is he having an affair with some? Like, is, is she Yeah, married? Sure. And, yeah like... and they're just like messing around, but he wants to be more serious. So, for the listener's sake, like the, the movie starts off with uh-huh. um, Tom Hanks uh, and and this girl. They meet up to exchange Christmas gifts. And I guess they've been dating or something for a while now. And Tom Hanks actually wants to like, He's he knows he's off on his mission, but after it's all said and done, he wants to to marry this girl and, and you know, fly away off on this tropical beach or whatever. And, and she's like, uh, just go ahead and finish your mission first and we'll see what happens there. And that's pretty much it. Like we really like there's maybe one like two second flashback uh, at the end of the movie. And then that's pretty much it. So if, if you're watching this movie, just ignore that scene, because I, I just feel like it does nothing to mm-hmm. his character 'Cause I thought maybe it was like that's gonna be like his like go to of like for hope and stuff. yeah, maybe
1: more flashbacks or something, but nope.
0: Yeah, but nothing at all. It, nothing. it just it really went nowhere. So like that's the I feel like the biggest like problem. For me, this was the biggest problem with the movie. It was like, yeah, I could have done without that.
2: Yeah. Um this the the other thing for me was besides the the girlfriend or whatever she is, um, was the the funeral part. Was that at first they're saying these three names? And I'm just like, wait, who are them? Who are they? And I- at first I was like, what? And then I-, I and then I realized that one of the chefs were bring- was bringing him food. I'm like, yeah, you see-
0: Cleveland.
2: Yeah, Cleveland. No. And I was-, I was like, wait, oh, this guy died. But the thing is, is that like they really didn't. I guess honor. I, I guess it didn't really focus on him as much, and I understand that because, it, of course, it's the point of view of of the captain, and that's fine. I think that was actually like one of the most smartest ideas like a movie could ever do, because we usually always get like the whole entire like crew and everything, but like we're finally understanding of what a captain really goes through. And then, when they did the funeral, like, it was a, a really quick thing, and then, boom. Automatically, like, a, an action scene. Like, like that funeral got interrupted super quick. And, and I understand, because at, they were, like, literally in the middle of a war, of trying not to get synced, but it was just like, oh, so you guys have time to all, like, gather up? And have that? But, it, it's just a tiny little nitpick, and
0: I mean, see, I, oh man, it's, it's interesting. How all three of us have very different perspectives on this. Cause I, I actually got a little emotional during that scene because really, yeah, because Cleveland was such like one of the, here's the thing because okay. the captain was getting so exhausted, like he could not get a break. He literally True. was on his feet on deck for thirty six yeah. hours, and he was and, bleeding. And though yeah, we uh, later towards the end of the movie, he's bleeding on his feet because he, uh, probably blisters or whatever his shoes are uncomfortable. Regardless, like he's he's like he can't take a break at all. Like he's continuously working. But the thing is, like Cleveland was like trying to make things easier for him like he kept bringing him food every mm-hmm. single time it was like you know a well-made meal and and he was like the only one that kind of prayed with him because every time like he would do a silent prayer it was only really cleveland that would say amen uh after the fact no one else did and and it's like it was like the one thing that kind of helped i felt like helped tom hanks like i don't even remember his actual name now in the movie but his character <laughs> um helped his character like get through all of this and and for him to lose that was such a big deal for him like he he didn't really express like you know outward emotion because he's got like a shit ton of things going through his mind but what was i thought what was odd when we did that funeral scene his was the last one to go down and it kind of caught on the flag and he and you could see that his character like tom hanks character was like either pissed or was like oh shit no like, because he wants it to go as smoothly as possible. Like, out of all those three, it seemed like he cared about that one the most because that mm-hmm. was the one that was, like, mm-hmm. making it, like, as easy as possible for him. Like, the chef, like, really cared for that guy. And it's not like, you know, uh, I didn't want to get into this. But, you know, like, back then, people have, like, these, these perspectives of, like, oh, no, you know, true, these too. people always think black people are nothing. Like, you know, they're just like, slaves yeah. they're just here to cook? But mm-hmm. it seemed like they were more of, like, a, a family thing. Like, he looked up to... He he, he kind of looked up to him like the chef looked up to him and and he looked like, forward to like his, you know, coming around and just, you know, feeding his meals. and It just seemed like home to him. So and if it like out of all three of them, he was the most upset about that one dying. He had he even had to make sure that he had his ass like, hey, like, how bad was it? And he's like, he's all fucked up, basically. And he was just like, really like disheartened about that whole thing. So I was I was invested in that relationship, even though there was not much, just like mm-hmm. the constant reminder that food coming up was just enough for me to be like, damn, these two have a connection. And, and you know, this out of the midst of war, this seemed like like, um I don't know, like angel food, basically, like like a heavenly treat uh, out of this whole thing. You
2: know what you just got me connected to? The last meal that he was trying to give him.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, because he looked back or, or something, and it was with pancakes,
2: bacon, like or ham or something like that, <laughs> yeah. and then he he put it down because the alarm went off, and then he went to go hide, mm-hmm. and that makes,
1: you know what that that makes a lot more sense. Okay. Um. All right. To be fair, though, how did you guys watch this movie? Because I watched it on a, a small
0: portable device. So did I. I watched it on my Dude, phone. Really. Oh, yeah. I saw it on my 80 inch. You know, I'm gonna get this uh, out here. Ham, I feel like you don't really watch the movies that we say to watch. You just put it on in the background while you're playing Fallout.
1: No, 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 no. Motherfucking Fallout! <laughs> I, I I most of the movies have at least 80% of my attention in oh this my movie. God. I don't know. Maybe I didn't catch the nuances of this, but I just I don't know. It was a war movie. I was just bored. I'm just glad it had ten minutes of uh of credits because it's like oh come on come on come on come on come on yes uh,
2: I don't I I highly recommend people to watch this movie yeah I, me too I, I think it was a really good movie I don't um
1: know.
0: but the could... thing is but the thing is like they can't expect like a full on war movie because again it's just like literally the first twenty minutes was just them trying to locate one ship because the after okay so when he start out on this convoy um you know voyage or whatever. They, they realize that two ships have kind of gone off track a little bit and that they find out that there's like an enemy ship nearby and they have to go find it because, again, his mission is to protect his convoy. So he goes out and tries to find it and it's like, it's literally 25 minutes of them just giving commands back and forth. And I thought it did a good job. Like, I mean... I, I don't, I'm not going to say I know what it's like to be out there. I've done my fair share of sailing and, and given directions and things like that uh, when, when I went out to Hawaii for college, but I get the whole like running the commands, repeating it over and over again, how important it is for every detail. That's why I, I kind of like that one part where um, the guy's repeating uh, everything that the, I think mm-hmm. it was the, the engineer or or the guy that was like looking at the radar and he the guy's supposed to repeat everything, but he, like, sneezes, uh, and it, 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 like, delays it while they're in at an intense moment, and, like, everyone's pissed at him. He's like, you are not doing that again, or you're out of here. Do you understand? He's like, yes, sir, yes, sir. I, I get, I'm like, at first I was like, what a dick, but I'm like, no, in the whole midst of this, like, that's, that's a, that's a crucial thing. Like, you can't just, yeah. like, fuck around with that kind of thing.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I really did love the intense battles that they did, especially when the other ship came and helped them. Yeah. that And they were firing. And that's the part where Cleveland died. And the other thing that I liked was towards the ending was the missiles.
0: Yeah, he's dodging the two torpedoes that's coming straight at him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And
2: then, like, for them to come and hack their radio and 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 make them, like, make those, like, disturbing noise like the germans are making these noises uh, and they're over here threatening the captain saying we're gonna destroy you we're gonna make your men like scream that was a little creepy yeah that was creepy and then like he's doing like the sounds that like the like his men are like his other men were making like ah and Uh, i was like
0: they were howling like wolves because that's essentially what they call themselves the gray wolf Mm. That makes so much. Like, I think like I'm touch. the one that gave the most attention to this movie. <laughs> I
1: didn't. I just, it, I don't know. Like, if, I. If you want to watch an introspective of Tom Hanks playing a commander of the ship, definitely watch this. If you want to see a war movie, do not watch this. I mean i I was
2: paying attention. I was paying attention to the movie. Of course. I just thought that he was making sounds of of how like the other people made when they were drowning or burning. But I didn't know that was a howl because it didn't sound like a howl to me.
0: See, I, I almost want to disagree with him because like this this gives you a more personal like one sided perspective of what goes on in war because I feel like and again. Again, my only thing is Star Wars, right? And I can only assume what it's like in these other war movies. It's like all these other war movies just focus on the bigger picture, right? Whether yeah. it's like a team thing for the country or what's like the bigger risks at stake. When in this case, it literally just focuses on okay. In the midst of all that, this is how this one person feels. So what are you and disagreeing on? All this shit. That that if you if you're into war movies, you shouldn't watch this. Like I disagree with that. Like I, I feel like even if you are into war movies, this is a a pretty good decent film at least to watch where it gives you that one one side of perspective because I don't think you get that a lot in a lot of these other movies.
2: Yeah, that's I that's why I, like Saving Private Ryan to me is my is in my top five because it's a movie that it, it focuses on the captain and the other characters, but mainly the same thing what this movie did with Tom Hanks was that. You're you're seeing this this leader trying to hold it together and making sure that his men, you know, at least get back home safely. And he feels the pressure. And, and you see him. You see him. He's, like, falling asleep, standing up. And he sits down, takes off his shoes, and he's bleeding because of how long he's been standing up and everything like that. And I thought it was really nice. It was like, oh, go get my sandals. And it was the sandals that his girlfriend got him. That that was nice, but, you know, she (laughs) didn't do much. But,
0: well, well, boom, she
2: was part of the
1: story. The sandals,
0: we solved it. We solved it. Yeah, and you can see the respect that he was getting from his men. Because that's the other thing that that I didn't – I wasn't aware. Like, it wasn't revealed until the end. Like So if you go into the movie not knowing anything, which if you're listening to this, it's kind of too late. But this is his first time doing this. And for him to make all those calls for his first time, Mm -hmm. I was like, god damn. Like I, I'm gonna like game over for me. I'm like, sorry guys, you, we we lost. We're done. No no responding. Sorry. I go back home. <laughs> I want exactly. to go back play Fallout.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, I don't know. I I highly recommend this movie. I mean,
1: you were you were definitely talking about the ending part where he's on the phone and the men just sort of you know glance when he's like, eh, my first time.
0: Well, that too? But after like even they they locate the first ship. Uh, the first submarine, and they blow it up, and they all seem like because again he made a call yeah. that was not of the norm. He went the complete opposite direction, and he got the son of a bitch. So <laughs> everyone was like, "All right, this guy knows what he's doing." And because then after that, people started apologizing to him for things, right? Especially the one guy that um, didn't detect a decoy the decoy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think after the second run, uh, you know, he was like, "I'm sorry, sir, I should have caught that from the beginning." And and Tom Hanks being a good leader is like. Hey, you did the best. I don't you put any blame on you. You did very well. Just keep keep it up. Um, and then we get that whole what I really like too was um his mentality of like, fuck, I know this is my mission, but I got people that I can save. Yeah. Because we do get the there's a situation that he's being asked to go help uh part of the convoy, but there's like a a, a ship that's uh starting to sink and that's only like I mean, this is not obviously the accurate way, but like a few miles away. I'm just going to say a few miles That's away. That's in, in In larger perspective, it's only a few miles away. And so he's like, okay, tell them I'm going to be there as soon as possible. We're going to go rescue these guys. Because you could see in his face, he's like, fuck, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And then we after that, he's put into another situation. He's like, all right, well, we're on our way to help them. But there's another ship that's sinking that's asking for help, but they're much further away. And and he decides to go help the convoy. He doesn't decide to help the people. And you can see how he's torn up by that. Like how every instance there's a life lost, he's just like, damn, like I don't like I don't like this aspect of war.
2: Yeah. And the ending the ending was nice of everybody at least like realizing of what he did, of trying his best to save everybody and and to bring the all the the goods or whatever they were shipping
0: and he wanted to stay with the convoy because he had the whoever he met up with was like hey go over here you know you deserve it take a break basically um but he's like hey i i'm with this convoy like can i see it through uh and he's like no that's a command like you go go back over here and and be done with it And, and he and he's a little upset by it but he you know, he, he deserves it. Like he deserved that rest. When I felt for him at the end when he went to sleep I was like, Yep, yeah, I'm exhausted too. I personally yeah. did feel exhausted watching through this.
1: Um I did I did like the scene though when he actually does come out uh of the ship by the railings and see the other ship and all the men cheering and stuff like that. I did
0: like that part though. That was that was nice. <laughs> at least you like a part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, okay, so, sorry, because Mike and I have been talking positive about this movie. What are your rants, Ham? I was just bored as shit. Oh, my rant. I was going to
1: rant. Like, no, 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 it wasn't a rant rant. But, but okay. Ham, you do
0: like war movies, right? Because um, I could have sworn you were a fan of, like, Saving Private Ryan, at least. Oh, yeah, Saving Private Ryan.
1: Um, The new one recently, 1917, I thought was phenomenal, especially the way it was shot. But I, I definitely do think that um, if I did watch it in theaters maybe focused more on it, I'd probably enjoy it much more.
0: So you're admitting that you weren't really paying attention to this movie? I
1: said 80%. If I gave it a 100. Were you watching Fallout while you were watching this movie? No. 100% no. I could not access Fallout.
0: I just, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. If you got Apple TV+, Plus, just watch this movie. I think it's great. Um, it's short. It's an hour and a half. I mean, it's not that long of a movie, but mm-hmm. I, I feel like people that pay attention to the details of this movie, unlike Ham, hey, would actually get a thrill out of it and feel the intensity that this that Tom Hanks' characters goes through in the yeah. movie. I'm sure.
1: And, I'm sure it's one of the best movies on a- Apple Plus. So yeah. Yeah. Well,
2: seconds to def- well, I should show defending Jacob, <laughs> but I, I I recommend this movie to to anybody also. So, intermission! All
0: right, so let's go ahead and talk about the Ubisoft Forward event, which is such an awkward name. Like, I get, I think they're trying to go for the whole, we're looking forward to the future, but I just think it's such a dumb name.
2: I mean, in all fairness, it's, it's Ubisoft. What else uh, can you expect from them?
0: That's fair. Um so Ring everyone <laughs> So it did on the day of recording this, which is Sunday, so the day before this episode gets published, uh it did it was it was like a half an hour event. Um uh, the main part of it was a half an hour. They did some pre-show stuff where they showed off Just Dance 2020, uh Mythic Quest, Raven's Banquet, The Crew 2, I guess they showed us some more um uh I guess updates on that. Uh, there's some updates on The Division 2. Uh, there's a game called Trials Rising that was announced. And then they mentioned some things, some features coming to Ghost Recon Breakpoint. But their main event uh, focused on four big games, maybe five. I don't know. depends on what you count as big. Uh, Ghost, or Watch Dogs I, Legion, I, yeah. they announced um, a Brawlhalla mobile game. Uh, they did a little mini mobile showcase just basically featuring two more mobile games. Uh Hyperscape, Assassin's Creed, and then Far Cry 6. So we'll just go through the list um, and then we'll, we'll talk about a little bit of what we thought about what they showed in this Ubisoft Forward event. Watch Dogs. I honestly thought this game had already come out. <laughs> I was surprised.
2: I, it was, I completely forgot this game was a thing. Um. I don't know if you guys are big fans of Watch Dogs One and Two. I'm not. I don't like. I, I I did not like Watch Dogs One. Did you guys like it?
1: Um. Yeah. I never played any of them, but this actually looked interesting. I'm like, huh, oh, maybe I'll play this one, which is weird, but you know.
0: What was interesting about it?
1: Um, that you could uh pick. I guess they're saying that you could pick any, you know, NPC and. Get them to join your group with their own sort of traits and abilities on the ways that you can sort of attempt to do the mission. And then I like how they rewind and like, oh, you could do it this way or this way or this way. So on my end, uh,
2: I didn't like I said earlier, I didn't like Watchdogs at all. I felt like the, the advertisement and everything that they showed was misleading.
1: And that's what I heard too, yeah.
2: Um, Watch Dogs too. I didn't even bother because I was just like, at that point, I I didn't hype up. I don't get hyped for games anymore.
0: Wait, like, this I, isn't the second
1: one? No, this is no. the third one. This oh, is the third one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: and you're in London and you're recruiting people that have the same hmm. motivation as you that – you want to see justice and stuff like that. I thought the graphics, to be honest with you, looked okay. I was yeah. not really impressed. I was like, really? Like, I, I don't know if that's going to look like, if that's going to be carried on to the PS5, or it, I don't even know how that could even carry on to the PS4 or Xbox uh, or, or the Xbox consoles. Um, I feel like they're using the grandma as a selling point. It's like, okay, <laughs> we, we get it. There's the old lady that you could recruit. That's that's fine.
0: She was a big hit the first time they showed this. <laughs> uh, they showed the gameplay, I guess, for this game. I guess I I I don't know. And then they showed
2: a a John Wick character in the game because oh, they really? they had um the soundtrack when John Wick won when he was in the club, and they played it in this. I didn't one. notice that. You didn't notice that? Yeah, and he was doing the same exact thing what John Wick did in the first one in the first hmm. movie. And, and then the thing that threw me off was that after they show this game, they went to some lady talking how she designed a part of Assassin's Creed Unity of cats in a boat.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I got something to say about what they try to do with this presentation, but go on.
2: Yeah, and I'm like,
0: oh, what
2: does that have to do with anything? So, I... To be honest, guys, I'll, I'm gonna pass on this game. Um, if I pass on the other two, on the other two, I don't think I'm gonna miss anything about this one.
0: Um, yeah, I've never, I never played the first one. I remember seeing the first trailer of the first Watch Dogs movie, yeah. and I was interest. I was really okay. interested in the concept of it. Yeah, because it seemed like such a cool idea that you can hack into anything and uh-huh. use it to your advantage. But I, I I don't know what happened. Maybe I didn't pick it up because I was just didn't have the time. But and then I started hearing negative things about it. I was like, okay, it's not worth my interest. Uh-huh. And if it sounds like I didn't miss out, I completely forgot there was a second one. So when this Mm-mm. was showing up again, I was like, oh yeah, that's right. This game. I thought they already released this game, but I I do I get the concept of now every player is hackable that does sound like a really cool thing yeah and they did try to show off how there was like each player has like a unique ability which i feel like that's very vague i'm pretty sure Uh it's like this person hits really hard this person hits almost as hard as that guy but not that hard like i just feel like it's gonna be like minor things like that but what also worries me is like the missions because like if every player is is usable i feel like the missions have to be so like one-sided where it's like you know it's it's like copy and paste missions it's like oh you you have this mission now we're gonna throw like eight other missions your way and hey hopefully by now you forgot that first mission you played we're gonna use it again, just in case, you know, because we don't have time to really make these things unique. Oh, you're talking That's like a...
1: the Spider-Man missions in the Spider-Man game with the
0: uh Spider-Man Two, where it's like the same or like the last know, one. the people, or the last one. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It, it's just, I, I feel like they're they're focusing too much on the player aspect, which sounds cool. Don't get me wrong. I feel like that that is a really cool thing, but I feel like everything else about the game is kind of kind of flop. Yeah, which, yeah.
2: I, I feel like. Them using other characters might actually hurt the game.
0: Uh, yeah,
1: I don't. Know. Uh, oh, to yeah. be fair, we we didn't we didn't mention that it did start off with like a video promo, whatever you want to call it, trailer for the game, and then they showed the game. It play. looked
0: bad. I told so what? That the first part bad. looked bad. Yeah. No. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't seem impressive. Really, at I all. Re- I liked it. Um, I, I was going to touch, uh, I guess I'll touch on it now, The what Mike was saying about mm-hmm. how we did get like this little like speech from this developer about how she was really excited to be working on this game, and that she was given freedom to put Easter eggs, and one of her Easter eggs was that in Assassin's Creed Unity, she had like a ca- uh, boat that was full of cats, and then she kind of put that in, Uh, was watch it another too. Watch Dogs? Yeah, Watch, watch Dogs 2, two. Yeah. and then she hinted that it's going to come back again here in this one. And it's not the first out of the four games that you talked about. They, I think they did it again for Valhalla, where it talked about someone that worked on the game was really excited. They did this and this. I kind of feel like Ubisoft was trying to make us be like feel um, empathy for the developers because, as a very, really, like, uh, I mean, that's my perspective on it. Because in the media right now, be more like connect, of... connect to them or yeah kinda like, be like kind of this is my own words, but like giving them slack, be like, hey, these developers have gone through a lot of shit, which uh, currently I mean r- recent times developers are coming under fire uh and and Ubisoft lost a, a big wig uh, on Valhalla, so uh, they talked about how there's like a lot of shift changes in 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 commands for Ubisoft, like people are moving into positions they're not used to or 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 have to take control over because we lost like one or two people. So it just kind of seemed like, Hey, these developers do actually like developing these games and they're having fun. (laughs) And it's not all about crunch time and we're not abusing them, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay. Okay. Like, I don't think this is the event to do it. You could have just done that like on your own Twitter pages or and shared it out with everybody, but it didn't have to. I don't know what I expect from like a game showcase like this, like all throughout the whole summer is like, just show me the games and you can talk about all the behind the stuff scenes like post show or pre show or whatever, but like the main event, just keep it to about games. And I felt they did too much talking and, and maybe a decent amount of gameplay.
2: Yeah, I agree with you. I don't know if you feel the same way, Ham.
1: No, I I could see that. I I could definitely see that. I didn't really, like I said, uh, pay attention that much to that part. I'm like, oh, okay. Or a good movie
0: for that case. Yeah,
1: exactly. (laughs) You talk about movies or whatever, and I just thought, okay, cool. But, I mean, it does make sense that maybe they're showcasing the developer, that one single developer for... What reason I don't know. Yeah, it's kind yeah. Of Um,
2: so for the next game, it was Brawlhalla. Um, the biggest announcement that I just realized they did they did was that it's coming to the iOS and Android devices.
0: Yeah, I mean, they didn't really show too much. I, I mean, I feel like we can kind of skip this next segment because it's all mobile games. Yeah, because they did show also Might and Magic: Era of Chaos, and then I guess their big mobile game was Tom Clancy's Elite Squad, which I think is cool on paper, but it just seems kind of meh uh, in execution.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, it's know, yeah. To,
0: I think a lot of people are expecting it to be like
2: almost like a Overwatch, but on mobile.
0: Yeah, uh, Ham, do you know Elite Squad? No, no, I just saw. Uh... It's basically like um, it's like Gears Tactics meets uh, Super Smash Brothers. So they take like their biggest like uh, uh, Ubisoft people, so like Sam Fisher from Splinter Cell, yeah. or like the, a, a player from Rainbow Six Siege or whatever, and Two puts, players. Like, uh, puts them into like this um, tactical mm-hmm. game where you have to strategize to take down the opponent.
1: Okay, because I did see that, I'm like, oh, that's like a team up, and then, what are they doing? I thought it was almost like a, you know, four-person just like, shooter thing.
0: Yeah, it's some sort of strategy game, but... Y- huh. Yeah, I
2: don't know. And then, of course... We get a thank you video from Rainbow Six Siege.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't sure what that was. I'm like, Mike should know. I'm like, what am I watching here?
2: Oh, uh, okay. So here comes a rant. Fuck you. <laughs> take that t- Oh take, that was take, loud. <laughs> take take uh take that uh thank you video and shove it up your ass.
1: Whoa. No,
2: I'm serious. And, and and this is coming from a person that literally has played Rainbow Six Siege nonstop from Up until the,
0: the time we recorded this episode.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I have a love and hate relationship with this game. I fucking love this game, but I hate myself that I love this game because this game is so broken. And they do mention it. They're like, oh, guys, we have dealt with several problems, but we are fixing it. You guys have dealt with this five years ago. You guys, I mean, you guys have been, you guys have, oh, I can't even talk right. Rainbow Six Siege has been out five, for five years already. You have no idea. Every patch that they do, everybody's always waiting. Alright, what's the next fuck up? Oh, we found it right away. Right now, this game, it's ah. Uh, it's frustrating, and there's this thing that they did called Operation Health, where it's literally the whole entire, almost half of the season that they did was literally to fix the game. Oh, so oh. While, while they're fixing the game, you could play it. But if you deal with bugs, guess what? It's Operation Health. So you can't really get mad, guys, about it. You know, you got to wait for them to finish it and everything like that. But then, when they did Operation Health, there was more bugs. And then, when they were done with Operation Health, they left the bugs there. And then after, they fixed it later on. It's just... that I feel like a team like this, yeah, you could give them slack and stuff like that. But there's a, a certain amount of, of, of patience that you could have with the game is that this this company focus on PC players only. And literally anything that they do for the pc players fucks over people who who play on consoles that's how i feel about rainbow 6 siege i like it but they don't care about console <laughs> players
0: but do you think you'd be less upset if like let's say they had a developer talk about how they put cats into this one room <laughs> of the house and like it was like a secret unlocked that you didn't know about like would that make you feel better about it so the next game that we're going to be talking about, <laughs> that's my nice. brand.
2: I, I don't know if you guys played, I don't think you guys have ever played Rainbow Six. Uh, the Rainbow last,
1: time I, last time I played Rainbow Six, every computer monitor worldwide was white. All right. So, <laughs> think about that.
0: Uh, okay. Well, Rainbow Six, was it, was, was there a Vegas one?
2: Yeah, Vegas. Yeah. And Vegas I think
0: too. I played the one before that. <laughs> I did. I do remember Rainbow Six on PlayStation, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, okay. so,
0: yeah. I, I liked it on on there, but I haven't played a Rainbow Six game since. So,
2: okay, yeah, it's completely different. Like Obviously. it's just yeah, it's. But anyways, let's move on to another uh game that it might be kind of bullshit. Hyperscape, uh, another battle royale game that is similar to Apex. That's how I saw it. But what do you guys think about it?
1: Oh, um, uh... I just had a... Quick question though, uh, there somebody did mention that
0: who plays
1: a battle royale and is looking for a new battle
0: royale. To play? <laughs> you know, I was thinking the same thing earlier too. I was like, uh, what's wrong with Fortnite? Like, everyone right? Plays Fortnite. You, yeah,
1: I don't, I don't know. Yeah, maybe they're just trying to get everyone in their own special uh, battle royale. I mean, I, I heard uh, Bungie's coming out with one or. Three four three, whoever's making oh, that whatever game.
0: <laughs> um, I think what it is is that because everyone associates Fortnite with uh Ninja, it's like, well, I can't be the best Fortnite player anymore because Ninja's got that title. Oh, there's a new battle royale. I'm gonna be the best in that one. Oh, I think, I think, I think that's what it comes down to. Um, I because I can see that mentality where it's like, oh, Apex, yeah, I want to be the best at Apex because. You know, Ninja's not gonna play Apex or whatever. Even hey, I but who's the best
1: did. Apex player of all time? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> well, then there you go. Uh,
2: don't know, don't care. They could hold that title because. Yeah, so
1: there you go.
0: I mean, I'll, I'll give a little. I mean, for for me, uh, Hyperscape kind of seems like a cool concept, story wise, but it also reminded me of like this is Ready Player One. <laughs> it's, it's essentially like a corporation builds like this game where yeah, people live that. their lives through, but they have like this fun challenge mode where it's like, oh, it's a it's every man for themselves kind of thing. So I was like, okay, so it's like a, a deathmatch battle royale or a deathmatch um ready player one scenario. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I personally think so, it looks cooler than most other uh, 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 what was it, most other um battle royale games, but I still probably want to be playing this. I, I'm just not into battle royale at least i just don't care because of the hype that follows battle royale games yeah, yeah.
2: It, it had it has like a really cool story but i think if there's no story mode and then what was the point i guess it was just for cinematic trailer purposes yeah. just to hype you up for a battle royale because game. it's
0: only in beta right now um which i wasn't aware of. although oh hold on actually now that i think about it remembering it um i think it is kind of cool the the whole Twitch integration thing where there are certain things that the the Twitch viewers can vote on that is going to affect the game itself. I didn't
1: I don't remember that.
0: Because probably you didn't have any attention on this game. Mm. But yeah, no, it's um it's the first game that utilizes Twitch integration. So there'll be like three things. And the only one thing I can remember is low gravity. So like the the viewers are going to vote on this next effect that's going to happen in in the match. And they voted for low gravity. And now everything's low gravity into the game. Um, As to how often that happens, I don't know. I don't think they really made that clear. But I I thought that was kind of cool and unique. I don't think any other game does that. Like not even just a battle royale game, just any other game in general where viewers can vote on something that happens in the game.
1: Hold on, but they can vote, but are they watching the game as well? Yeah. So the companies made it so you can watch the, I guess, battle not with someone streaming it?
0: Um, I don't know. That, don't again, know. that wasn't very clear. Because <laughs> at first, I thought this was only coming out for PC, but I looked later, and they it is coming for Xbox One and PS4, but I think it's... That Twitch integration thing might just be a PC thing. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Don't don't quote me on that. I wonder if sure
2: crossplay. Probably. Maybe. Oh, but uh thing. but if you have a PC, right now it's open beta July twelfth, but it's the time that this recording <laughs> comes out.
0: That means, that means you're late. That
2: means <laughs> you're late. Um, you're late. So All right.
0: Next and, up we ooh, do get
2: <laughs> this is uh my favorite part right here. We get Sal's hero. Take it away.
0: I don't know what you mean by hero, Master Chief. Oh, yeah. Um,
2: oh, we, Phil Spencer. We get a,
0: a showcase of Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Oh. Um
2: Well, before Valhalla, it was Phil Spencer that showed up.
0: He came up before then, didn't he? Oh wait, no, no, you're right. Yes, Phil Spencer did show up and uh, was doing a little bit of advertisement about how Ubisoft is opting into smart delivery and how Watch Dogs Legion is going to be optimized for Xbox Series X. So uh-huh. if you buy. Uh, Watch Dogs Legion, let's say, comes out next week and then eventually you get an Xbox Series X it'll recognize that, it'll be like yep, you got the Xbox Series X graphics on your new console and he l- transitioned into Valhalla and how he's a fan of the Assassin's Creed game I will say though, I don't know why you brought him up because I was just like, I felt like he was kind of obligated to do that bit because he didn't seem all excited to be there <laughs>
1: He he looks sleepy. I did notice that. Yeah. He's just like, What well, well, what am I doing here? Who, what, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I
2: feel like he had a hard day of work and he came back Probably. home and they're like, wait, Phil, we got we need you to do this recording. He's like, Fuck, what company? Ubisoft. <laughs>
1: oh, oh my wow. god. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, so they they finally showed gameplay of Valhalla. Like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fast forward through all the talk that the guy did okay. and the, the, okay. the cinematic stuff okay. that he reused again. It looked better, I thought, than what we initially got. Um, I know there was some leaked footage of the gameplay out there. I didn't care too much for that leaked footage because I, I feel like it's anyone that can really tamper with it. But... I, I, I Again, I'm not really... I am not. I just don't care for Assassin's Creed anymore because it doesn't look like the original Assassin's Creed that I knew and loved. Yeah. Um, I think the environment looks better. Mm-hmm. It looks great from afar, but when you zoom in on everything and, and especially the face models, I'm just like... It just looks like another old Assassin's Creed game and it's just like... I'm, I can't get into it. The combat looks kind of cool and fun, but I just don't care anymore i just i want my i want i want the hood on i want the the assassin blade no, there was i want hood. to do all stealth I, I, talked about a hood. I want to do all stealth and then just go at it but it, this one is definitely like how origins and odyssey was it's all action oriented um,
2: um yeah it, it looks okay i mean coming from a person that didn't play the last two other games origins and odyssey uh, everybody's telling me that I, 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 I keep on reading a couple of fans that are upset that it's like a copy and paste from Odyssey.
1: Yeah,
2: um, I'm, I'm guessing Ubisoft is doing the same thing, why they took that a year break, because they didn't want to repeat all over again, and they're repeating. But yes. I, I didn't play the last two games, so coming into this game is going to be fresh. Um, it looks okay. Uh, of course, the game's going to be 30 frames per second. The combat... Looks looks decent. It looks pretty good. Um, but there were some things that I felt like it, it looks clunky, where this girl was like stomping on guys, and their bodies were like just weirdly, I don't know. They did like a weird bounce. I'm just like, I don't know. <laughs> they will bounce like that. But okay. And then every time when she like hit somebody with her blade, they, they just bleed like a, like a huge amount of blood will come out. That I, I felt like it was just like I think it's a little I I don't know it it looked weird, but um but of course it's it's I'm not expecting an Assassin's Creed game, I'm expecting a Vikings game so
0: yeah, I, I think that's just my problem with that I I just yeah. I, I don't I want an Assassin's Creed game Ham hey, as a fan of the older Assassin's Creed games I mean what did you think about this um. Well, <laughs> as a fan of the old ones
1: I hope that it's not like uh Origins or Odyssey but Mike did you is it 100% that it's the same type of gameplay same sort of open world like so that? far
0: a lot of Hold bad. on hold on did you not watch it? Him?
1: <laughs> no 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 no. I mean I saw other things that would have said that maybe it isn't like when she's going down like the snow that looked kind of cool or where they look like they were sort of rating a structure castle that looked different um there are some unique things
0: into yeah. it but that rating thing i feel like is very similar to i think it was unity where you had like a brotherhood and then you had to protect i think like one particular area i don't know if you played Unity. no i, do, I like, do
1: remember unity yeah yeah i know what you're talking about
0: you had to like defend them and use the abilities of all your other uh-huh. guys and yep. things like that and it, it just kind of felt like somewhat similar to that it's like oh you get a group of people together you go attack a target that's it yeah but that's the hmm. older elements of the series so i
1: it does seem like they're trying to introduce so
2: far what <laughs> i've, what I've so far what i've heard from other from um, my other buddies that have played the last two of games and when they saw the trailer for this one is that they're saying that literally what Odyssey has it's literally carrying over to this one
1: hopefully it it doesn't but I did see the um, I guess the HUD which it does look like the same setup as uh, Origins where you know you can have the weapons right there and then you can swap them out and your health is it looks similar but they did announce that you can you know, upgrade your whatever base or town, whatever you want to call it, which I kind of like yeah. if you see it visually. So if that's the case, I, I'm i a little bit more interested in this game. Of course, I'm not going to get a day of. But...
2: <laughs> yeah, just wait for Black Friday.
1: Yeah, or, or after. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs>
0: Black Friday what year?
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, by the way, when, when is this supposed to be released?
0: November seventeenth. Yeah, okay. Ooh, probably. probably the same Damn, really. That's gonna well, Yeah, there's something a little bit more interesting about that date too, but I'll touch oh on yeah, that. Oh yeah, you did just mention um, something
1: about that. Um, okay. Uh, I,
0: I will I'll say one thing and then I'll oh, actually mention a couple of things. But the in that gameplay they did kind of show off what I thought was interesting, but also kind of like i don't really care for this uh, feature uh, uh was the rap battle
1: oh <laughs> i thought you were gonna say the
0: double shields. oh no i thought that was kind of cool oh, i okay. was like oh you can do a wheel everything okay cool <laughs> but um no the the because i guess they were talking about how in in that culture like uh lyrics and singing was a big deal and yeah. that's how they would communicate sometimes like stores, and, yeah. and express yeah and so th- you you essentially do I'm just going to dumb it down. Uh, rap battles with like certain NPCs and and you get rewards for coming back with the best, um, uh, I guess, remarks. Although you, you have to select from one of three already made up uh, lines yeah. or whatever. But I, I thought it was kind of silly. I was like, I don't know how fun I think I'm going to have with that. But I don't know. What did you guys think of the rap battle? Um, if it's anything like... Battles in history, then
1: that ah, should be fun. But I don't, I don't, I don't know. We'll see.
2: Uh, I didn't pay attention to that part. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: after after the event, though, they did show off more Valhalla gameplay. Um, they talked a lot about bosses. There's like several boss fights that you'll come through. Not like main story boss fights, but like side quest boss fights that you'll come across. Like whether it's large creatures or um, like uh soldiers or, like, these uh, witches, wizard kind of characters. It looked kind of neat, but one thing that was like, oh, Ham's gonna like this one, uh, it seems like there's a lot of, like, mini activities like that uh, battle, but one in particular stuck out to me was there's a drinking game one. (laughs) So, essentially, you have to, like, like, tap A and, like, use the joystick to kind of balance while you're drinking and try to out-drink the other person or something like that. I was like, oh, that's that's kind of again interesting, but ridiculous, but something Ham's gonna probably enjoy the most out of. Yeah,
1: can I can I just use a camera, like uh, whatever I'm playing with, <laughs> to play? You can use camera, the connect or the yeah connect camera and do it in real life, and be like, this will be way easier than doing it with buttons and stuff.
2: Yeah, um, but for some reason, a lot of people are comparing this to The Witcher. Uh, because
0: The Witcher does, I mean, I think did it first. <laughs> yeah, top through I mean, the I, corn. I, I think I'm with him. I, I'm going to wait Yeah, a while on this one, but also I have to play um, Odyssey. I, I don't want to, but because I've, I've played just about every other Assassin's Creed game, I also have to play Syndicate. I skipped out on Syndicate, so I have to play other games before I get to this one. Uh, but yeah, Valhalla, it looks better than they showed last time, so hopefully they're, yeah, they'll no, polish it up some more before I'm, the release I'm going to pick it up. Day of day of oh, okay. Oh, wow, okay. Well, all right. Uh, next game is Far Cry 6. Now, this was leaked beforehand, but this uh showed off, I guess, more of the footage from Far Cry 6. Uh, I guess the biggest takeaway from here is that uh, Giancarlo Esposito, yeah, uh, is the the big bad in this game.
1: Yeah.
0: um, I, I'm gonna just say it first because I, I don't know if anyone else is gonna agree with me. I, I've never played a Far Cry game. I don't really care to. Nothing negative about the game. It's just I don't have any interest in it. But I felt like the mocap in this... Because that's that's not a cinematic thing. That's like in-game footage yeah, kind yeah, of games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this, the mocap... That, For at least Giancarlo, I was like, Yeah, did they transpose the actor into the game? I was was like, God damn. Like the kid at certain points, like he was a little too like, yeah, you're you're creative, (laughs) but but put him next to Giancarlo. I was like, What? What what's going on? Like this is a huge thing like people are not talking about this yeah like... you
1: you could see that too because they don't show them they don't show them and then when they show them they're like
0: oh shit <laughs> but just like the movement of his mouth and like who's like spot on to his yeah. dialogue and everything i was like damn like they invested money on this new technology because mm-hmm. i don't see that in any other game at least not to that level of extent where yeah. i feel like i have to say something about it exactly but um, I mean, that's really my only big thing about the, what they showed. I mean, they only showed like a like essentially a teaser trailer of the game. Uh-huh. Uh, but I, that's that's really my takeaway from it. I don't know what you guys thought about it.
2: Uh, I thought that cinematic thing that they showed was was great. Um, I played Fallout. I mean, Fallout. <laughs> sorry, Far Cry Four.
1: Uh huh.
2: Only for a little bit, and then I. I don't know. I just I just stopped playing it. I was not really interested in it. So I just stopped playing it. But I've heard good things about it. Um especially Far Cry 5. They're saying that that might be the best one. Yeah. Um I want to see more gameplay. I want to I want to see gameplay, of course, uh, to see how it's going to be and who's the main character. I don't know if that little kid is going to be the main character.
1: Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, what the deal is with that?
2: So uh, I I want to see more, and also too, guys, I want to make a bet. Uh oh. I'm I'm gonna put twenty dollars.
1: Whoa!
2: That this game is gonna get pushed back. The release date for this game is February 18 of next year. Yep,
1: I did see that. Um. I want yeah, to bet twenty
2: dollars that it's going to get pushed back.
1: Oh yeah, it? I definitely, I definitely wouldn't bet on that. I definitely would not bet on that.
0: I, I stopped <laughs> listening to release dates because I'm just like, exactly. Eh. Like, I feel like at this point, all developers set a date just to give us something, and it's not really going to be the actual release date. So, yeah. because
2: I feel like this game is going to come out in April. Mm,
0: maybe. That's
1: usually the when games come out that's not you know the end of the year um yeah I, I mike's kind of way of thinking i'm like developers yeah tell me a date if you don't release it then 10 bucks off this game <laughs> <laughs> yeah especially See what elders. So yeah. but um going back to uh far cry series i never really played them uh they looked interesting. I've heard good things about them. The one I was really interested in was uh Primal with I guess uh like dinosaurs and uh only oh, mammoths and I guess Saber Two Tigers. That's the number one I really wanted to play and see how that worked out, but I never got a chance. But if uh I ever stop playing Fallout I'll probably try to, you know,
0: get Yeah, okay.
1: <laughs> get one of those games.
0: Alright, so that's essentially it as far as the event goes. Um, I did want to come bring up a couple more things. Well, I mean, overall, what did you guys think about the event first? Like, I mean, if you want to give it a card, sure. Oh, but... yeah. Uh,
1: go ahead, Mike. Me? Yeah, you go first. Do I really have to? Yeah, sure.
2: <sighs> I'm going to give it a red.
1: Well, I mean...
2: Uh, okay, anything else? Um, I just... I'm just gonna give it a red, if any, or close to a yellow. Uh, I'll, I'll just, I'll just stick to my red.
1: So, Watch Dogs piqued my interest in the game. There you go with that. Uh, Assassin's Creed looked better than what we Can saw you Give this a green card.
0: I'm walking out. I'm <laughs> done with you. Uh,
1: I also <laughs> was interested in Far Cry 6, even though I've never cool. played any of it. So. I'm going to give this a Griello card <laughs> <laughs> just because it was short enough where I'm like, oh, we could have seen more. But like Sal said, there was stuff, the pre-show and stuff in the after show, which uh, like me in school. I'm only there for that time period. I'm not going to do anything before, I guess, homework or anything after, I guess, homework. So I just watched <laughs> what I saw and
0: uh, it was okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to give it a yellow. I, I don't think it was terrible. Yeah. It's It's like a very, like, I've never done the ranges like you guys have. But the, if I'm going to give it, like, a yellow, it'd be, like, a low-end yellow. Like, eh, just don't do this again or I'll drop it down to a red. <laughs>
1: That's exactly.
0: You get one. <laughs> yeah, you get one. Um, Welcome to the club. So a couple of things I want to talk about really quick. Um, cause again, well, this first thing again, I, I, I probably can never talk about halo only on here, but uh, cause I did, we were discussing in our last episode, what they're going to probably show about halo infinite. They, they released a, um a community update like three, four, three does every month. And there was like a little blurb about what they were going to show at the game showcase. And all it said was halo infinite campaign. So that kind of made me concerned and worried that we are probably only going to get 10 minutes and it's just going to be the campaign. But then it's like, what about the multiplayer? Like a lot of people are going to be looking at the multiplayer and I don't know. I hope they do a separate event where they talk more about halo, but I'm just like, ugh, that kind of bummed me out where I'm not going to get as much halo as I think I, I wanted.
1: When you, when you just mentioned that I thought you were going in a different directions saying that, Hey, it, they're only gonna have a campaign and i'll be like what <laughs> <laughs> imagine that oh God. Uh, that
0: might be the case <laughs> That's yeah. the, they're
1: only gonna talk about the campaign or Man, maybe it's, it's an mmorpg and it's both yeah maybe halo
2: wars infinite <laughs> <I> <laughs> <stress>. <laughs> um all
0: right the last thing i kind of want to bring up uh, only because it's for just for fun and for kicks and giggles at this point, and it's purely speculation. Okay, no one, no one has a confirmation on this. No one has any. I do. You know, sort of solid facts. This is all just theoretical. But Assassin's Creed Valhalla comes out November seventeenth. Got it. Which is also the same week as a as Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, uh-huh. which comes out on November nineteenth. Cyberpunk now. All the way. Now, what typically happens with game releases, they come out mostly on a Friday and occasionally on a Tuesday. It used to be more Tuesday. Yeah. That's what I
1: thought. And then the only person that pushed Fridays was um, Nintendo. Nintendo was always Fridays.
0: Well, we all said Last of Us Part Two. I think, was released on a Friday. Ghost no, of Tsushima was released saying, on a Friday.
1: Back, 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 back. Right, right. More now. I think they're pushing for Fridays,
0: right? So, okay, so the week of the of of November sixteenth, seventeenth is a Tuesday, so Valhalla kind of lines up. Nineteenth is a Thursday. Cyberpunk twenty seven seventy seven gets released on a Thursday. Thursday. Now that is weird. Mm. So if you can't put two and two together right now, a lot of people are speculating that one of the big consoles is going to be released on that 20th.
2: I'm going to call it right now that the PS4 is going to come out on the Tuesday and the Xbox is coming out on that Friday.
1: The PS4? Oh, man, I already I mean, got PS- that. Man. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. PS5. All right.
0: Sony knew that they didn't have nothing, so they went back to the <laughs> yeah. old console.
1: PS4 is super slim.
0: That's, that's
2: what I get. Um, I will bet on it. Who wants it? 10 $10.
1: So, hold up, though. When, when is Thanksgiving? So I can calculate this.
2: Thanksgiving's on a Thursday.
1: I, yes, I know <laughs> that. <laughs> Give me a date, my man. Oh, it's... The 26th. Uh, hey, my birthday, the 26th. The 26th. Interesting. So, the it's both games coming out before that. And you're thinking the system comes out.
0: You said before... There's a lot of theories that are, that are saying one of the two consoles is going to be released on that 20th, on that Friday, when usually you'll get new release games being sold. Because it just seems really weird that Cyberpunk, being a big game, is um, is coming out on a Thursday. A Thursday? Like, that
1: is weird. Um, Maybe... yeah, I don't know.
0: Thursday. Plus, there's also cyberpunk and xbox have like a, a like a special like connection like a special relationship where i think they tease something i can't remember where i saw it, but i remember i remember reading about like how there's like a special announcement coming from xbox about cyberpunk uh, i think it has something to do with cyberpunk coming to games pass which wow. would be a huge deal wow. especially if it's going to be on launch day like on on that thursday like sure you'll only have your xbox one but if the xbox series x comes out the next day well fuck like yeah we'll we'll get the xbox series x get games pass and then we're set that does sound so, like a big deal um so i don't know that's just I, I read that somewhere but i think that was also just you know speculation um it, it i just thought it was kind of an interesting talk point because you know we're all yeah. i think anxious to figure out when the hell these give me are a date man <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And,
2: well uh, like i said
0: interesting
1: who wants to bet right now? I'm not. I not like to bet, but I'm not betting <laughs> anything with these fucking consoles. Um, does anyone remember the last release dates? For nope, no, was it November, December, at least? It was November. November. I'm just trying to remember if it was before, or after Thanksgiving, because
2: uh... it was before Thanksgiving because right. uh, when the PS4 came out, that was my first day working at GameStop. All
1: right, so
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna get the Black Friday prices. For,
1: for these consoles? Oh, okay.
0: You get like uh, $5 off a, a, a last-gen game. <laughs> which which that's what I'm trying to remember if these games came out before Black Friday. No, no. but the, the, the big market is like, oh, Black Friday, while I'm shopping, if I'm looking for presents, well, forget these older consoles, the new one is out. Let's get my son, my daughter the new one. Well, if that's the case, then
1: yeah, consoles are going to be
0: sold out quick. I'm going to show
2: up to that uh, PS5 <laughs> event. Um, when they release it and get a switch,
1: <laughs> and can we can we uh, also remind the listeners that
0: what well, do we have two more weeks for the Xbox event? Yeah, yeah. but a lot of people are saying that they're not going to talk about the price or the the release date. Which, if that's the case, I'm going to be pissed. Yeah, me too. Especially when <sighs> no one's talked about it. When are they going to talk about it? <laughs>
2: like,
1: <laughs> Gosh.
2: Yeah. Um. But I want to also give out some advice, guys, uh, to the listeners. Make sure you guys pay attention for the release date. Make sure you pre-order your consoles because it is a pain in the ass to get it after when the consoles do release because it's a bitch to find consoles. Brand and, new consoles.
0: And, I, and also to support that because I don't think... I know Ham had talked about it, like, no, it's not going to be that hard. Yeah. We... Since the last gen consoles, the whole flipping, you know, products, people buying products and flipping them on eBay, has gotten a lot worse than it has before. Yeah. yeah. Especially yeah. now in times with the Switch consoles, I mean, you can clearly see it where people were just buying bulks of Switches just to sell them for like a hundred, two hundred dollars more on like OfferUp or Facebook or eBay, just because people were trying, people wanted a Switch, so. I feel like it's going to be that same situation again, where people are going to mass pre-order these consoles just to flip them in time for the holidays. So yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm 100 with Mike. Like, just you need to pre-order your console if you want it that bad. Just pre-order it right away, because I don't. I think I think these consoles are going to be extremely difficult to get.
1: Yep. Well, well, I don't know if you deleted it from whatever, or it was still in. What is it, last or the one before that podcast where if you're on the fence, I, the max I would wait is maybe a month starting the pre-order, a month, or like right after it.
2: Not even then, just pre-order I, even, right even away. A Go month to...
1: is like, I'm, you're, I'm pushing a month. Like I'd say two weeks max if you want to for sure get it when it releases.
2: What I recommend is find a GameStop, <laughs> right? Any GameStop that's open. Because some of them are closing down. I'm not so sure. Or are closed
1: actually? The one by one are closed. closed yeah. Down.
2: Okay. So try to find the nearest GameStop. Put down fifty or hundred dollars. What is the you know the the minimum? The minimum. That you could put. That you could put.
1: <laughs>
2: right. Just wait. Just make sure you have it saved up there. And then if you change your mind, hey, you will go back and you get your money back. Boom. It doesn't hurt.
0: That's true. Yeah. Oh, that's fair. All right, we'll go ahead and wrap it up there, Mike. Do the social thing.
2: Guys, follow us on Instagram, Drunk Cop and the Teacher, and make sure you guys write us a comment what you guys thought about that Ubisoft and what do you guys think about the movie that we just reviewed, Greyhound. Do you guys agree with it? Do you agree with him or do you agree with us? Do you like war movies? Let us know. And also, too, write us on an email for anything that you guys want to recommend us to watch or to discuss or whatsoever. It's teacher at gmail.com You see, guys, I remember the email. Yeah, I, <laughs> I remember that. the email. Hell yeah. Time to celebrate. And also, too, we have a YouTube channel, Drum Cop and a Teacher. Subscribe. Hit that bell for notification. Uh, I think we need to drop a video soon. I think we are. I think we're working on something. Probably. But we'll let you guys know. And also, too,
0: Sal, hit us with that Twitch account. Drunk Cop and a Teacher. Uh, Mike is going to be probably streaming some of his Rainbow Six games soon. uh, Hopefully, because he does play a lot of it. As much as he hates it, he loves to play it.
2: Yeah, unfortunately, guys, I'm like Sal with Halo.
1: And if I knew how to stream anything, you could have watched me play Fallout (laughs) all day today (laughs) and yesterday.
2: Well, thank God that you don't know how to stream (laughs) it.